So what are you having to drink tonight, Chris? <laughs> I think I'm going to have me a super cluster. This is another one by Laguanitas. Ooh, Laguanitas. We mentioned, we mentioned them before, but this yeah. is another one by them. This is kind of a, a really citrusy. I've mentioned that a few times. We've had yeah. some, a lot of citrusy beers lately, but mm. it's a good summertime flavor, I guess. The taste of citrus. But I want to read the description of this because it's doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> it's a super cluster. You are here on a speck of dust, three tiny rocks <laughs> from the source. Wait a minute. Not done. Hang on, hang on. All right, I'm ready. Go. At the edge of something much larger, in the middle of something else. Hang on. At the beginning. <laughs> Hang on. Of the end. This right, is the ahead. description that I'm reading from. I know. I know. I'm trying to. I'm, Laguanita I'm having Brewing to process Company it. page. This is their no, description. No, I'm having, I'm having to take drink. a minute to conceptualize <laughs> it. So go so ahead. Let's start from the beginning. I'm going to read it all to it's you. Like, it's like a riddle. And then right. <laughs> you can try to decipher right. what it's trying to say. Like a profound riddle. So super cluster. You are here. Okay. Period. On a speck of dust, three tiny rocks. From the source, three so, tiny rocks. So here's from what I'm taking source. from it: we're the third, we're the third rock from the sun, right? Right. Yes. Okay. So we are on, we are a speck of dust, three tiny rocks from the source, which would be the sun, would be the source, right? Right. I'm following you. So you are here on Earth, three mm-hmm. tiny rocks from the source, which is the sun, the edge of something much larger in the middle of something else. Hmm. Like Maybe a galaxy, our, a solar system? Our universe. A solar system that is within a galaxy that's larger than us? Yeah. Possibly. Right. At the beginning of the end. <laughs> it's a lot to wrap your head around. <laughs> of course. So take it that. one gulp at a time. Ah. Life is uncertain. Oh, it's a thinking man's brew. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Very interesting. That was very <laughs> perplexing to try to describe a beer that way. Very, like very, very um, um, thoughtful, <laughs> thought provoking. Before you start drinking, that's what everybody needs—a good thought provoking quote. <laughs> so once they get good and hammer, they can debate about it for fifteen hours. <laughs> it doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> it sounds amazing. I'm sure that's what a lot of those philosophers did back <laughs> in the day. So they sat around and drank wine and ate herbs. Well, and... they probably did, yeah. <laughs> And then pondered life and talked about, help me understand. I'm trying to wrap my head around this one. And then a lot funny. of times they were killed for it. How <laughs> right, dare you right. question? That's <laughs> Crucify him. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him. You can't, you can't, you can't say, say shit like, like that. that. You can't, Come on, you can't say profound shit like hey, that. Hey, you, you forced my hand. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> hey, so they, was, were, they were the brave thinkers, though, Chris. You know. It makes you wonder. Who, it makes you wonder because of some of the impacts that mm-hmm. certain human beings have had on the, on the Earth and right. on, and on humanity in general. Mm-hmm. If there isn't like some predetermined destiny, it almost seems like that those people that we recognize historically were so impactful that it almost seems like it couldn't just be random that they just happened to be somebody who <laughs> rose up <laughs> right. to that point. It's so fascinating to think like, yeah. were they meant to be somebody to sculpt? A part of humanity. Yeah. Were they always meant to be that way, or it just happened by luck that they just to pave the path forward? They were just so different yeah. and so unique, and and who they were and their understanding of the world that they they changed it dramatically just by existing. In it. Very true. <laughs> it's crazy. You know what's really strange about us as a species, though, is that some of the, some a lot of, the, of them. There's a lot of <laughs> reasons why we're strange, right? <laughs> as a species. 
So one of them on the list, though, is is it seems that the times that we were that we are the most innovative are during like times of war, though. That's yeah. whenever we had we've had some of the greatest leaps in technology. You know what I've always thought while, while we're in how, conflict. How yeah, right. I've always thought how how bizarre it is that <laughs> that because we are determined to find more and more efficient. <laughs> Right. And creative ways of killing one another will help advance <laughs> society. It's a very bizarre. You're right. It's a very yeah. bizarre thing because that is sort of true. You see these leaps during times that, of turmoil and stuff. For one, I think resilience does push people to try harder, right? When right. we know that we're in a, a tumultuous spot, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, people are trying harder to escape it or, or resolve issues, right? Yeah. But I do believe, too, that it's interesting how... People really dedicate their time and creativity when we need to kill a bunch of people, right? <laughs> right. Again, if you if you look at it as a whole, there's a lot of branches that come off of that technology too. Right. A lot of stuff that you'll see on the market, there's there's more and more things you'll see that it was originally only exclusively used by right. you know the military right. or NASA or something crazy like that. Now it's becoming a... a um, well, it's affordable. Right. And it's, a, it's like a common <laughs> household thing now that right. NASA uses. Right. Hey, can you still buy uh, an astronaut ice cream? Uh, yeah, they've got, I mean, it's called, um, it's like the, the little balls, right? Oh, what's it called? Oh, it's like a square, I always remember it being like a square bar. It tastes like, uh, I don't know, it tastes... Oh, I thought you were talking about... Um, astronaut ice cream. I'm going to type it up, astronaut. It tastes really strange, but it's it's kind of got like a weird... Yeah, you're right. It's like freeze-dried Yeah, that's cream. it. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, you can oh, actually really purchase it. it's really weird to eat. Oh, it's really I strange. I have it on, I think... Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like you can purchase it still. I'm looking at it on the internet. Naturally. And it is. It actually says astronaut ice cream. It's got the little package. It's in a little sealed, yeah. little dry safe package. So you said <laughs> freeze-dried ice cream. What is that like? I don't know. It's kind of weird tasting. Uh, does it have not, not have any moisture or something? Kind of like a, an airy, sugary <laughs> mixture. <laughs> That's really... I don't know. Yeah. I thought the I thought the ice cream, the dots. Remember, it was like a dot. This is like a brand D- of dipping dots. Dipping dots. I thought they were supposed to be based off of like I thought it was like an astronaut <laughs> ice cream. No, seriously, I thought right. like dipping dots. No, was... I think somebody figured out they could market it. They're like, this is badass. So okay, so I'm terribly off then. I don't know where where I got that. So I'm actually reading the original origin story of dipping dots. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is like an ice cream style treat, right? Oh, correct. It's been a long time since I had dipping yeah. dots. So, but it's like little dots of ice cream. I'm sorry, I say dipping. Colors. It's just called dipping. D-I-P-P-I-N. Dipping dots. Dippin dots. Yeah. Was founded in New Grand Chain, Illinois in 1988. Oh, in the 80s. So it says Jones began the company. I don't know who Jones is. It doesn't specify <laughs> that. It just says Jones began the company <laughs> in his parents' garage. Maybe he doesn't have a, a, na- so, a first name. I don't know. It's just what it says. It says Jones <laughs> began. Jones somebody. Mm-hmm. I guess whoever owns it. Um, began the company in his parents' garage. Really? It was originally invented as cow feed. No shit. That's what it says. It was originally invented by cow feed when Jones, who specialized in cryogenics... <laughs> of course he <laughs> Wow. Isn't that what Walt Disney's supposed to be like? Yeah, he's supposedly frozen. cryogenically frozen so right. that sometime in the future they can thaw him out and bring him back to life. Apparently him. this Jones, it still doesn't state who this Jones is, it says Jones, who specialized in cryogenics, mm-hmm. was trying to make efficient fodder for farm animals. I guess they were just trying to find a cheap way to like feed farm animals without right. having to have crops and mm-hmm. a lot of, or paying expensive for grains, things like mm-hmm. that. 
The company is now... Oh, interesting. The company is now headquartered in Paducah, Kentucky. Hey! hey oh, Dippin' Dots in Paducah, Who Kentucky. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunked it? Cow feed. That's so crazy to think you would see a farmer out there in the middle of the field throwing these colorful dots out at his cows and they're just out there <laughs> eating it. Farm fodder. It what does that even mean? <laughs> like, I'm just... what it, far, Fodder for farm. Fodder hey, for farm. Hey, Chris, hey, the... The farmer would be out there throwing the feed, and then he'd grab a big handful and eat some of himself. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I sure do like my dipping dots. <laughs> That's it's strange, though. So it's like if you get dipping dots, you're basically essentially <laughs> eating like farm food or whatever. Or origin, well, I guess it was original. Hey, at least for that. It's, it's probably more natural. So I wonder than what, what it doesn't explain this, but I wonder what made them decide to like sell it mainstream to like the public instead of saying, hey, maybe it wasn't working. Somebody got curious. <laughs> Somebody got curious how it tasted. Well, I'm sure he was tasting his product when he was making it, and he probably said, holy shit, this is pretty fucking good. But I'm trying maybe, to figure maybe out. Maybe he made it and was like, hey, you know, this would be taste it's, good it's, frozen. It's an ice cream, so I'm wondering how, how do you feed a cow? Because like, ice cream, I'm assuming, is made with like, cow milk, right? Yeah. So I'm like, you're basically refeeding the cow its own product. I'm like, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Maybe it was a way to recirculate I don't know if that's even healthy. It. I'm like, how is it even Maybe healthy for the animal? Maybe the system was a way to recirculate it somehow. Efficient <laughs> fodder for farm, farm animals. That's God. just, I don't understand it. Man, they really missed the boat on that one for cows, man. Those cows would have fucking Well, I mean, I guess, I guess out of it, we, we ended up discovering a nice little treat that people can enjoy. <laughs> whether at the zoo or at... For the, us. You know. <laughs> Oh wait, this we're is too just, good. Hey, this is too good hey, for cows. We're, <laughs> we are the cattle they're feeding, all right? <laughs> That's right. Eat, eat, eat. Oh, I love my food. I love my <laughs> dipping dots. They're getting good and fat, so we can harvest them in a few thousand years. <laughs> we're all part of the cannibal chain. I've we can't what, break it. I've seen what they do to my brothers. <laughs> Vengeance will be mine. Hey, do you remember when we were younger? There used to be this Disney special. That would come on every Sunday evening. It's like a Disney original. Remember that? <laughs> every no joke. Every Sunday night, like a, a Disney movie. Yeah, but like a but this is what it calls like called Disney originals or something. But oh, it was okay. every Sunday night, like in the evening, I can't remember what time. They would always play like these Disney movies. It was like a special they did every Sunday, and I remember we used to love watching it. You know, as kids, we, of course, we were like, oh, I kind of, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember watching movies, and a lot think, of Disney movies. So I was talking to my girlfriend about some of the films that I remembered. Of course, you know, there were some of the classics that were in there uh -huh. from Disney, but there were some that really stood out to me that I remember came on several times, probably because they maybe came out in the 90s or something like that. Yeah. But there were two movies in particular that I remembered, and it took me a while to figure out what they were, but I found the names of them. Okay. And I want to see if you remember these movies. I want to see if you can remember them. So the first These are Disney one, movies? These are, these are Disney movies, and I remember they played them on this, this special or whatever. So one of the movies, is one of the films is called Fly Away Home. You don't remember it? So I'm going to describe it to you. So in this film... And this is the way I remember it. This, mm -hmm. what's it called? It's called Fly Away Home. Okay. All right, go ahead. And so in this film, it's basically this girl and her dad, they end up like raising these geese. Mm -hmm. And in an effort to train these geese how to migrate when they need to, they build these like flying machines. Or I say they're flying machines, but they like convert these. I can't even think of what you call them. You know what I'm talking about? They're like the, they're like the almost like the little one person helicopter things you can fly on. Wait, they make helicopters? So basically, they had these ultralight flying machines. They were kind of like hang gliders. You ever seen like, they almost look like hang gliders, but they've got the motor propelled blade that moves them forward. Yeah. You can ride them. 
So they had taken one of these machines and they had kind of, her dad kind of customizes them to actually look like giant geese. <laughs> so it's still the flying machine, but it's got like a geese, yeah, 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 like a goose head on it, and like the wings are kind of painted to look like you know a giant. Is that like is that so giant. they'll follow it? Right, and so oh, the okay. film is like them raising these this this group of geese, and then they I, this is what what I remember. I'm if I'm describing it. Why did place, they raise the geese? I can't re- I can't remember all those details. I'm mm. just remember I'm just reminiscing about the movie. But in <laughs> it, they end up like flying these machines to help these these geese will follow them, uh-huh. flying them, and they're actually basically helping them migrate. But apparently, it's based off a true story that a guy actually conducted. And I I don't think the actual characters in the film or the actual people who did it, but the film was based off it was it was actually made in 1996. So I was right, it was in the 90s. Okay. And it was a dramatization of an actual experience of a guy named Bill Lishman, who in 1986 started training Canadian geese to follow his ultralight aircraft and succeeded in leading their migration in 1993 through this program, Operation Migration. <laughs> I, wonder why cool. that, I wonder why they couldn't migrate. Isn't that a, isn't that an innate instinct? Well, I I mean I'm I don't know why the original you know the true story of the uh-huh. Bill Lishman guy I'm not really sure I mean without reading his whole right. you know, biography Would it be I don't kind of... I don't necessarily know what was the purpose other than to maybe just see if they could do it. Um, but I feel like in the film the reason why it was because the geese grew up with the dad and her daughter, so it was like they were they didn't learn their natural. Oh, okay. I, I suppose, I guess, in the film, they, they, didn't, they didn't have a mother, so they didn't necessarily develop that understanding of needing to migrate, and maybe that's why... I, once again, I'm just remembering it without watching it again. So I just remember it taking place. They were flying these machines, and they were basically helping these geese migrate. But I remember it coming on several times and actually really liking it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the girl, the, the little girl in the movie, actually ended up becoming... She actually ended up doing... Um, what was that TV show? Um, it's like a vampire show. Oh God! True Blood. Which, which one? True Blood. <laughs> which one is that? There was a show. There was a show called True Blood, and yeah. I feel like she was one of the main actresses in it. <laughs> okay. I didn't watch it, but I had a girlfriend. I'll have watched to cipher. I'll so have to I'm, cipher. I'm sure it was True, True Blood. Yeah. But anyway, Anna Paquin, I think is her name. Anna Paquin. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was when she was younger. She starred in that movie as a little girl, and then she, Jeff that's Jeff cool. Daniels. Who's from like? Uh, I mean, you know who Jeff Daniels is. Jeff Daniels played in Dumb and Dumber. He was not Jim Carrey. He was opposite Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that's I, probably that's probably how you recognize him the most. Uh, I remember him from like Arachnophobia. He played in that. I've never seen that. Arachnophobia is about like the, the spiders like take over the town. That's what Arachnophobia means: is the fear of spiders. Right, right. And I can't, who directed that? What, we're getting off subject. We're getting <laughs> off subject. We're going over. into something else or whatever. But no, I'm curious about this. Anyways, Jeff Daniels plays in this film mm-hmm. as the dad. Okay. And then Anna Paquin is the um, is the daughter who plays in the film. But anyways, I remember that one. And there's another movie called Wild America. Do you remember this movie? So as I was trying to remember no. it, there was only one scene that really stood out. And it was when I remember these three brothers were in the film. And oh. I remember this particular oh, yeah. I remember this particular scene. They're talking to a guy like in the swamps. He's talking about this alligator like bit his arm off or something like that. And he's got this <laughs> alligator mounted on a wall. Do you remember this? Hey, I do I do remember this movie. And so it was it was about yeah. these it was about these like three brothers that go on this like camping adventure across the country and yeah. they try to film like okay. wild animals. And you remember like one part's like born to be That's right, wild. that's right. 
but it was called Wild America, and I remember that one because they played it a lot, and it was uh, and it yeah. was about like them, these three brothers going on this adventure, like I guess document like wild animals in nature or whatever. Right. But I just remember this one particular scene when they're like talking to this. Let me look it up. Alligator. I want to see like what the guy looks like. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I'm looking it up now. I just remember this one scene where like they they meet this guy in the swamps. And he's talking about how this alligator killed his friend or whatever. And on his wall, he's got the alligator mounted with his buddy's like legs sticking out of the alligator's <laughs> mouth still. And I just remember, like as a kid, I was like, "That's kind of like disturbing or whatever." And oh just, no, that's cool. Wild I don't America. remember that. Wild America. Yeah, it's like but I, remember I, just, that I just remember movie. that. I just remember that one scene standing out to me. But I remember the film itself was actually really good. Yeah, yeah, I remember the movie. I remember certain parts of the movie for sure. So you were talking, so we were talking about arachnophobia. Yeah. So that is a film that came out. <laughs> I've never. I don't. I don't. I don't. Actually, it's kind of good too. It's kind of weird in its own way. So so basically, so in this film, um, and it came out in nineteen. Actually, came out on in nineteen ninety. So the year I was born. <laughs> but essentially, the film's about like this town being overtaken by these like poisonous spiders, and. And the weird way it kind of takes place is this this nature photographer, he's down in, like, Venezuela, and he ends up dying on, and, like, during, he's, I don't know, I can't remember what happens, but he ends up dying while he's on one of his expeditions or whatever. <laughs> and while his coffin's being brought home, it hit, a, a, like, a poisonous spider from that area hitches a ride on it. Like, cat, like it's inside the coffin <laughs> and it gets over into America, and it starts, like, reproducing and stuff and overtaking, like, this really? town and stuff. So it's basically, like, these people, like, having to fight off all these killer, like, deadly, like, spider infestations. Are they, like, normal-sized spiders? Um, I don't know. They're, yeah, I think there's maybe, like, a scene or two where, like, there's, like, a bigger one. But a lot of them are, like, just different type sizes or whatever. Oh, I got all you. over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing different things. Ooh, but I don't know if Jeff Daniels is, like, starring that. Well, I mean, it's kind of, you know, the whole the whole movie's, you know, arachnophobia means, you know, fear of spiders. Right, so right. the whole movie's kind of like to, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember I had a friend of mine who had who had actual real arachnophobia. He hated spiders. Mm-hmm. He was a huge Harry Potter fan, though. And I remember we would go. We went to the theater, and I can't remember what film it is. I'm sorry, I'm not as I'm not as a religious Harry Potter fan as some people are. But there was one particular film or or story in the series where I think Ron and Harry ended up. They drove this car into like the woods, and they find this like giant oh, spider. Yeah. I want to say oh, Sheila. Yeah, I, I think that's from the the that's Hobbit Lord though, she, she, or Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> oh Sheila's been having a beauty fun. <laughs> but I can't remember that the spider. I feel like had a name also, but they had gone to the spider to get some kind of information. But oh, I ended up yeah. kind of like saying, I remember the big spider. In but that I remember movie. at one point, like it's basically like, hey, my young's got to eat or whatever. So like all these other like like human sized spiders start coming down around right, them. Right. And so, anyways, this this chase ensues. We're trying to drive out of the forest, and all these spiders are crawling everywhere and jumping on the car. Uh-huh. And I remember my friend watching this movie. I mean, he was like straight up like panicking just from seeing this happening. Like Shoot. seeing these spiders all over the screen. Like he was like freaking out for real. And he's like, man, he's like, I knew this was coming. He's like, but I just wasn't ready for it. And I'm like, man. He had to brace hey, for impact. I have to admit, like, I know everybody's like, oh, spiders, you know, they're not really that bad. They're gentle and they're good for, you know, pest control and stuff in your house. But I got to admit, they creep me out a little bit, too. Hell yeah. I don't know that I have arachnophobia, like I'm that terrified of them, but I definitely don't like creepy crawlies very much. They have multiple much. legs. They move quick. They just like to hide in dark space. But, man, this is a good, that was a good conversation, Chris. I, I think I'm going to head on out, man. All right, man. If you like what you heard tonight, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. 
and we are also streaming on all major platforms. All right, everybody, stay true, stay real, stay righteous.